Welcome to the last book of uh, Hebrews Epistles, the book of Revelation. This is Dr. Patton dictating. Uh, today we're going to look at uh, an introduction to this book of Revelation, and then we'll get into the text itself. If we take a look at the time outline of the Bible, and I'm using a dispensational view of the Bible, which is the approach that we use here at Crown, uh, you end up with seven different ways that God deals with mankind called dispensations. Uh, we begin with the Age of Innocence about 4,000 years ago, and I am using, I'm sorry, 4,000 BC, and I am using the chronological uh, timeline of the, uh, what I would call, young, young earth time of about 6,000 years, which is that I am approaching the Bible uh, basically uh, in a verbal plenary inspiration point of view, that I believe the Bible says what it says and means what it means, basically as it is written, uh, with some adaptations necessary for various genres, but this is the approach we use. Taking this approach, then uh, Adam and Eve would appear on earth at about 4000 BC. How long the Age of Innocence occurred, we don't know, because uh, it uh, was terminated by the fall when uh, Eve and then Adam were deceived and uh, fell. We find that uh, it was probably a few uh, days or weeks, could be a few months, but probably not very long. Followed with the fall, God worked in the age of conscience uh, with mankind, and he worked with him through uh, until the age of the, the time of the flood, which, according to that chronology, was about four, 2400 BC, about 16 years, 1600 rather, years between Adam and Methuselah. Following the flood, we have the age of human government, which goes to the time of uh, Abraham. This would include the Tower of Babel and the dispersion of the various groups uh, from the Ark. Uh, and then uh, this would be about 2000 BC. From Abraham through Moses and Mount Sinai and the Ten Commandments, we are in the age of promise. God working with people believing his promises. And this stopped at the giving of the law when people placed themselves under the law and said everything that God says, commands, we will do. The age of the law then started about 1400 BC and continued to last till 300 AD or so. And this terminated at the cross when the age of law was uh, stopped and the late age of grace begins. This means that Christ's life on earth is during the time of the law. And indeed in Galatians, I believe 4.4, it talks about uh, him being made uh, of a woman made under the law. We go further then and we come to the age of grace uh, at the cross and this uh, will continue. It's continuing now and continues on uh, until uh, we believe that uh, Christ comes 
uh, and the church is raptured out of uh, the um, uh, of the world, and Jesus Christ arrives and physically is present. He will rule during the millennium of his Christ, a thousand years, churches uh, then in heaven, and a thousand years of reign of Christ here on earth. Following this, there will be uh, a release of Satan briefly, his destruction, the great white throne, and we move into uh, eternity future. Now, if we look at the book of Revelation itself, the first chapter really starts with revelation of who Jesus Christ is. Uh, And then chapter 2 and 3 give us descriptions of the churches. There are different ways of looking at the description of the churches. Some say this is just history. Others say this is prophetic. Uh, Others say this is uh, lessons to every church. But this we find in chapters 2 and 3. And then the church disappears, basically. And we see a vision in heaven beginning in chapter 4. We believe the rapture of the church occurred at this point in time, and we go alternate between heaven and earth, heaven and earth, heaven and earth, from chapter 4 all the way to chapter 9 through chapter 19. This time is the seven years of great tribulation on earth, particularly the great tribulation, which is the last three and a half years of tribulation, but there are a number of things that happened during that seven years. These are described in great detail, especially uh, beginning with chapter 6 and ending with chapter 19. During the last section of this, we have the second coming of Christ and the marriage supper of the Lamb as uh, two events that occur then. Jesus Christ arrives, uh, lives on earth for a thousand years and reigns, and then at the end of a thousand years, Satan is loosed and destroyed, and we have the great white throne judgment with a new heaven and a new earth. So we're at now slide number six, and this is the time outline, basic time outline of the Bible. Jesus also gives us an outline of the basic structure of the future when he talked to his disciples uh, in the Olivet or Mount Olivet discourse in Matthew 24. And Various places in the epistles also give us hints about future things, including, for example, chapter 3 of Second Peter, which talks about not only the flood age, but also the future destruction of the world. <clears throat> As we begin, we see the revelation is a revelation of, of Jesus Christ. Uh, John is showing... Uh, who he is, his great glory, that's revealed by a number of symbolic uh, representations uh, showing that he is indeed God come in the flesh and to show us what will, quite unquote, shortly come to pass. The book of Revelation shows Christian revelation for us and how God deals with the church of Jesus Christ for his honor and glory. There are doctrine and prophecy and emphases in the book of Revelation that are very important. There are a number of ways that have been interpreting this. First of all, there's a preterist view, which says, well, this is looking at things that had all occurred in the past, sometime probably before 70 AD with the destruction of the temple, or perhaps at Nero or Domitian. 
I have not been able to figure out how anyone would ever come up with those conclusions. Okay, that's slide 10. Slide 11, also some will say that the two beasts that are recorded coming up are the imperial and provincial Rome, and that again, Revelation has been basically fulfilled. The historical view, this is a prophetic view of the church, or the futurist view, which is more what I would say, uh, which is Revelation is primarily prophetic uh, in the future, beginning at Revelation chapter 4 and going through the end of the book. And I believe that we should use the normal plenary, uh, verbal plenary interpretation of the Bible, uh, but recognize this as apocalyptic type of description, and that many of the descriptions that are there are of symbols. I used to think this was terrible, but people pointed out that often the meaning of words change over the years. Indeed, they do. For instance, gay was quite different a number of years ago from what it means today. And I can think of even words from the time that I was a child till now that have totally different meanings. They say symbols often will stay pretty much the same during that time. So, ways to interpret the future of the churches. Is this actual history? Is this a prophetic history of the future of the churches? Or is this a history of how the churches have developed in the past? Lots of different ways that people have looked at Revelation. There are some important things that I think we ought to consider with the book of Revelation. Number one, the consummation of history begins because of the atonement that the Lamb of God slain from the foundation of the earth. History comes to its consummation because of him. He alone is the one worthy to open the books. And not only did he save us from our sins, but he also has all authority of heaven and earth, and he indeed is also the creator of heaven and earth. Slide 13. Slide 14, we can see then the nature and history of consummation of both heaven and earth. See what happens in both, both things that are seen and unseen, and to recognize that God will complete his work. The Lord is coming again. That is a visible thing that he's going to come. He's going to come visibly and historically in history. At that time, we will see his complete victory. Psalm 2 says that he has been given the kingdoms of the earth. We will see that come to pass. Psalm 110 said he is sitting on the right hand of God and Father until his enemies are placed under his footstool. And by the end of Revelation, we see that occurring and him as King of kings and Lord of lords. We, Jesus himself had said all judgment is given to him. And we will see that which he stated in John 5, 27 also come to pass. And we will see that God has highly exalted him and given him a name which is above all names in heaven and earth, and all will bow to worship. We will see that ultimately there will be a new heaven and earth, that we will see a better country, we will see his original glory, and he will ultimately reign throughout eternity. So here are some preliminary thoughts on the book of Revelation. I trust that this will be a great blessing to you. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for the book of Revelation and the fact that you have promised a reward to those who study it. 
Help us to find the blessing that you wish to give us. In Jesus' name, amen.